Hello, and welcome to I Watch This As An Adult, the podcast where I review movies from my childhood from an adult perspective. And this week, I'll be reviewing 1998's He Got Game. Hi guys, and welcome back to the show. This week, I'll be reviewing He Got Game. But before I get into all of that, patreon.com backslash I watched this as an adult. Uh, go there. I'm going to be doing a watch party on there Saturday. Is it Saturday? Saturday. <laughs> yes, Saturday, July 31st. I will be watching the, the movie Crossover with Anthony Mackie. I'll be watching Crossover with Anthony Mackie. You gotta be a patron in order to enjoy that with me. Um, just give $3. $3 to fucking... What am I saying? It's $3. <laughs> I'm messing up my own spiel. Shit. Uh, $3 to... <laughs> to join me in the watch party for crossover. Okay, like it's only it's exclusive to Patreon Patreon members only. I'm not giving that away for free. It's it it, 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 it it'll be fun. We're going to be making fun of Anthony Mackie. We're going to be making fun of how shitty the movie is cuz it's a bad movie. I've seen the movie before, but I want to watch it with you guys. We can have some fun, laugh, maybe maybe chat it up a bit, you know, like you know, do all the things. Let's just have let's just have some fun on July thirty first when we watch crossover exclusively, exclusively on Patreon. Three dollars or more. Make you, you be a Patreon member. Also got other things on there. I'm gonna start doing. I'm gonna start doing a live stream podcast next month. Uh, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to get access. With, with that through Patreon also. So next month, the audio pod, the audio podcast. Enjoy them while you can. So I'm, I'm going to be doing a live stream on Patreon starting August. Okay, so you want to get in on you? Want, you guys want to get in on that? Three dollars or more, become a patron and enjoy to uh, to enjoy the podcast. Um. Not a, not an audio podcast is not the audio podcast is not going away. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I made it kind of urgent, but like the audio podcast is not going away. If you just want to enjoy the audio podcast, you can still do that. But if you want to if you want to join me on the live stream, if you want to watch it live and in person, Patreon.com. Okay, backslash. I watch this as an adult. Link will be in the show notes, like always. Uh, click on the show notes and you'll get it there. But be sure to join me, like I said, July 31st for Crossover starring Anthony Mackie. Now let's get into the show. I watched Space Jam A New Legacy. I watched it. And I'm going to tell you what I think about it. <laughs> Honestly... I thought it was pre- I thought it was a pretty mid-level movie. Honestly. Honestly, I'm just telling you what I think about it. I thought it was a pretty mid-level movie. Um I don't think it was I I reviewed the I reviewed the first Space Jam actually. 
I should have went back and listened to my review, but I did not. But I reviewed the first Space Jam. And I didn't care for it as an adult. I didn't care for it. Kind of, It was kind of okay to me as a kid because I liked Michael Jordan a lot. I was a huge Michael Jordan fan as a kid. But as I watched the, as I watched the movie as an adult, which, which is the name of this podcast, I watched this as an adult. Plugging in the name there just like a movie or whatever. But uh, as I watched the movie as an adult, I was like, yo, man, this shit's kind of terrible, you know? <laughs> but Space Jam, A New Legacy, is a little bit worse I'm going to say just a tad bit worse because the first half of the movie I thought was terrible. I hate it. I hate it. The first half of this movie, this movie is like almost, this movie is like almost two hours. That's too long for a goddamn kids movie. You think children are going to sit in a theater or sit on a couch or whatever, whatever, because like I saw this, I saw this on HBO Max, but I think it's in theaters too. But you think a child is gonna sit in a the theater for two hours and watch this shit? You think? I know my kid isn't. <laughs> like, I like I take my I took my kid. I remember I took my kid to go see uh, the Lion King. I took I took her to go see the Lion King, and she would not sit still. She would not sit still, and she lo- and she loved the animated Lion King. I took her to go see the live the, the live action Lion King for a birthday. And she did not sit still. She didn't sit still. <laughs> and she loves the Lion King. She loved the, the animated Lion King. Uh, took her to go see Spider-Man. She, she squirmed a little bit in Spider-Man. You know, she loves Spider-Man. You know, I took her to... These are things that she likes. And she won't sit down. <laughs> you know? <laughs> she won't sit down. For things that she likes. What kid is gonna sit down... For two hours, what kid do you know? What kid do you know that can sit down for two hours that's under the age of like six or under the age of seven? You know, <laughs> I guess a, I guess an older kid would sit there for two hours. You know, I guess you know I don't my my kids my kids still preschool age so you know so maybe that's a, maybe that's a personal thing. But if you got a kid that's preschool age, they ain't sitting down for no goddamn two hours to watch fucking space jam i'm sorry you know it's not happening but yeah this movie's fucking this movie's two hours it's two goddamn hours the first half of it is garbage it's just garbage the second half was not that bad though i enjoyed the second half i had fun with the second half lebron james is an actor about what and what Michael Jordan, you know, about what and what I'm gonna talk about a bad, I'm gonna talk about a bad basketball actor in a little bit. But, but, you know, but, I'm gonna talk about probably the worst basketball actor I've seen. But um, anyway, LeBron James is an actor. About what and what with Michael Jordan, you know, like it's not bad, it's not good, it's just there. You know, it looks like he. I think they kind of saved his acting a little bit because he's animated for most of the movie for like, I want to say a good 45 minutes of the movie. He's animated for most of the first, for most of the first half of the movie. He's animated. He's an animated character. So he's got to do, so he's just pretty much doing voiceover. He's reading a page, 
you know, like in a booth, you know, so like he didn't have to do much emoting or acting too much, even though I'm not going to shit on voice acting, voice acting is acting, I've, I've done a little bit of voice acting in my day, you know, so, you know, and like I've, 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 I've done it and like it's tough, it's tough. Okay, it's really tough. You really gotta. I'm like, I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually trained. I'm actually a trained voice actor, but um, but and it was tough. Like I had to, it was I had to go through like a like a with a two month booth camp boot camp. You know, like I went through like a two month boot camp for voice acting, and it's it's hard. It's fucking hard. Okay, so I'm not gonna shit on voice actors, but um. But anyway, that's all. That's all he had to do. But but when it comes to like acting and emoting, he ain't Michael Jordan the one. What? It's like it's no difference. I'm not gonna be even say like, oh well, Michael Jordan's better than LeBron. <laughs> you know, I'm like I'm a huge Michael Jordan fan. But I'm like I'm not gonna say that. Ed. I'm not gonna say that shit. I'm just not gonna say it. That Michael Jordan is a better actor than LeBron James because they're 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 both not good. You know, <laughs> like they're both not good. It's just I think that I, I think that LeBron tried harder. I want to say LeBron. I'm gonna compliment on that. He tried harder because I deep down in my heart, deep down inside, I believe that motherfucker wants to be an actor. He wants to leave basketball behind and become an actor. That's what he wants to do. Michael Jordan never wanted to be an actor. It was just something he was probably like contract contractually obligated to do. Like, yeah, hey, you know you gotta do a Space Jam movie, right? And like, ah, oh, fuck, I, I guess. Let me go do it. Because most of the time he was gambling and playing. He was play, gambling and playing golf and fucking playing basketball. <laughs> if you if you uh if you know the, the the backstory about what Michael Jordan was doing on the set of Space Jam, you know that's what he was doing. He was gambling. He was golfing and playing basketball he's playing like pickup games with like fucking reggie miller and shit you know <laughs> that's what he was doing <laughs> he didn't care he doesn't care about acting lebron james i think he i think he wants to transition i really think lebron james wants to transition into becoming an actor that's what he wants to do um don Cheadle's in this he's the best part of the goddamn movie he's the best part of the whole movie if there's only one reason to watch space jam which is a very small reason to watch Space Jam and New Legacy. It's for Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle is just Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle gonna do his job. Don Cheadle is gonna Don Cheadle. You know, like he's amazing. You know, like he, he's an amazing goddamn actor. He's just awesome. And he's the best part of this movie. Uh there's a uh, they, they got they got like this other team that he 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 made called the Goon Squad. It's kinda like the Monstars, but you don't focus on the basketball players very often very often. Or at all, really. I'm not gonna say often, cause not at all. Cause uh, with the Monstars, you focused on the basketball players a little bit more. They had like scenes with the basketball, which I liked a little bit more. I like that a little bit more. I like the scenes with the basketball players with a little bit more with Charles Barkley and Patrick Ewing and, and, and Muggsy Bowes, and was, we had Larry Johnson and Sean Bradley. Sean Bradley. I'm not gonna talk about Sean Bradley. I know what he's going through, so like I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna give him some slack. So uh, <laughs> like I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make a Sean Bradley joke. But uh, but yeah, it's it's it's. I like that. I like that a little bit better than what they did with the players here, because like the players had a cameo in this in this uh in this 
version of what they call the Goon Squad. You had Anthony Davis, of course. You had Damian, Damian Lillard. You had uh, uh, Clay Thompson. And I, there was like two WNBA players that I don't know. Uh, you know, <laughs> I think like Diana Tarazi and the other chick. There was like a black chick. I don't know her name. But uh, like she became like a spider or some shit. But yeah, that's that was the that was the goon squad. It was a uh, Damian uh, like all I know is like Damian Lillard, uh, Anthony Davis, and um, Clay Thompson. And like it was like I know Diana Taurasi by name, but I've never seen her play because I don't watch the WNBA. So and the other chick I don't know because I don't watch the WNBA. So uh, you know, so I don't know I don't know them. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. There's nothing. There's nothing to merit to talk about there's nothing to merit to really talk about in this movie um it's like i said enjoy the first half i mean not enjoy the first half i enjoyed the second half the first half is just fucking flat out garbage it's crap it's bullshit um oh my old nemesis wood harris is in this movie (laughs) wood harris is in the beginning of the movie and i was like oh here you go wood harris if you know if you don't know my problem with wood harris Check out my check out my above the rim review. Uh, you can check that out over there, and you'll know why I have a problem with Wood Harris. I don't really have a problem with him. He might be a nice guy. I don't have a problem with the person Wood Harris, but <laughs> it was the character he played in Above the Rim. But go listen to the Above the Rim review. You it'll let you know everything you need to know. Um, but yeah. Space Jam, Space Jam: A New Legacy. It's a mid-level movie. That's pretty much it. I'll be back with my review of He Got Game right after this. Alright guys, welcome back to the show. He Got Game from 1998. Let's talk about how I saw this movie. I saw this movie on television, I believe, I don't even remember when I saw this movie, but I was just watching it like I was just like passion passively watching it on TV. You know, just it was just on, really. <laughs> I was just like, oh, oh, he got game is on. It wasn't like, ooh, I really wanted to watch He Got Game. I was just like, oh, he got game is on. Let me check it out. You know? <laughs> it was like on like HBO or something, you know. It was on one of those like channels. And I just watched it just passively. And I was like, oh, wow, He Got Game is on. And I was just watching it. And that's it. It's not a, it's not a particularly spectacular story <laughs> about how I watched he, he Got Game. I was just like, mm. And it was still in my, it, I was still in my phase of not appreciating Denzel Washington as an actor. I was I, I was just about to come out of that phase of not appreciating Denzel Washington as an actor because I was not a huge fan of Denzel Washington as a kid. I just I didn't see the appeal. I know blasphemy. I know it's 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 fucking blasphemy to say that you don't see the appeal of Denzel Washington. But I was I was a kid. I didn't understand. You know, like I was I liked the fucking Mighty Ducks as a kid. You know, what the fuck, you know. What I mean? I thought that I thought that I thought that Macaulay Culkin was the greatest actor of all time. What, what the fuck do I know? I'm, I'm a fucking kid, but um, you know, 
I thought the little girl from Little Giants was a great actress, you know, but I don't know, but the kids, the kids in the Sandlot needed to be nominated for an Academy Award. Those are the real actors right there. Don't give a crap about this Denzel Washington guy, you know, <laughs> whatever. But yeah, man, I was just coming out of, I was, it wasn't until like I hit my teens that I started to appreciate Denzel Washington. I went back and watched Malcolm X, Training Day, I watched Training Day, uh, John Q, you know, movies like that is when like I started to uh, appreciate Denzel Washington as an actor. Movies that'll probably movies that I'll probably be reviewing sometime, you know. So, <laughs> yeah, like it was really when I went to go, I watched Malcolm X. I was like, damn! I was like, this dude is a good actor, <laughs> you know. <laughs> that's what. That's kind of when I started to recognize him as an actor. Oh, and also the Hurricane. I saw the Hurricane. You know, like movies like that. Either uh, remember the Titans, you know. Around that time is when I got started to be like, oh, yeah, he's a good actor. I Respect, you know, <laughs> respect. But, yeah, when I was a kid, when I was a little kid, I, I did not see the appeal of Denzel Washington until, like, I watched those movies. And then I went back and watched, like, his old movies, uh, you know, as a teen. Because really when I was a teenager is when I started to really become, like, a cinephile. You know, like, like around, like, about, like, 13, 14 years old, like, I started becoming, like, a like a cinephile I started to look at like avant-garde movies I started looking at like independent movies you know like I started getting out of the, like the, the kid stuff and like the mainstream shit you know you know I started doing that uh, around like about like 13 14 years old <laughs> you know so I started appreciating acting I started appreciating was the scene mean I started to appreciate all this shit uh when I was when I, when I was a teenager uh, moving on, uh, let's get to the technical, uh, this movie was written by, uh, written, written and directed by Spike Lee, just like most of his movies, this movie shockingly has a Rotten Tomatoes score of 81%, I was so shocked to see that this movie has a Rotten Tomatoes score of 81%, because, because, I don't feel like Spike Lee gets that much uh, respect as an actor. Speaking of Spike Lee, before this, before the commercial break, I reviewed Space Jam A New Legacy, which was directed by Malcolm D. Lee. And if you don't know who Malcolm D. Lee is, Malcolm D. Lee is Spike Lee's cousin. So, this is a very Lee family <laughs> episode of I watched this as an adult, and they're both, and it's both basketball movies, <laughs> they're both basketball movies with uh, Rosario Dawson involved in them somehow, because uh, Rosario Dawson does the voice of Wonder Woman on Space Jam, a new legacy, and Rosario Dawson's in this movie, I'll talk about, I'll talk more about Rosario Dawson later, let's get back to the technical, the movie had a budget of 25 million dollars, but only brought in a box office of 22.4 million dollars, it's a bomb, very, it, 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 was, it was a bomb, you know, just didn't do well at the box office, it's okay, Spike Lee, bounce back, so, uh, <laughs> like, the plot of this movie, let's talk about the plot of this movie, really, let's talk about the plot of this movie, 
the plot of this movie is very unique, but also unrealistic. Denzel Washington plays Jake Shuttlesworth, a New York man who went to prison for accidentally killing his wife, and he has to persuade his son to go to the governor's alma mater in order to be released from prison. I mean, just that plot alone, just listening to that, it was like, who the fuck does that? You know what I mean? You're like, hey, you you get your son to play for the governor's alma mater, we'll, we'll, we'll get you out of jail for murder. You know? <laughs> no, that's not how that works. Um, Ray Allen plays uh, Denzel Washington's son. Je- he plays Jesus Shuttlesworth. Jesus Shuttlesworth. Originally, uh, Kobe Bryant w- was going to play the role of Jesus, but he turned it down to focus on his basketball career. Other people who are in the running for this role or auditioned for this role, I might add. They auditioned for this role are Tracy McGrady, Allen Iverson, and Rick Fox. Rick Fox made it into the movie as a small role in the movie. And one of kind of like the, the more decent basketball actors. Like Rick Fox is going all into acting right now. Like he, and he's not that bad. He's not that bad. Uh, like I said, let's talk about Rosario Dawson. This is the movie that made me fall in love with Rosario Dawson. This is it right here. I love her. <laughs> I, I didn't mean I didn't mean to sound so creepy, but I love her. And like even though she plays just this scum, she just plays like this scummy, just bottom feeding ass bitch. You know, she's a bottom feeding asshole in this movie as uh, Jesus' girlfriend, Lala. Uh, like, she is not, she is, she is, she would fit right in with today, you know, with all the get the bag shit. She is the original get the bag girl, you know, Rosario Dawson's character, Lala. Lala is all about getting that bag, okay? She all about that. She don't care what she got to do. To get it, she gonna get it. She she be she's just manipulative. She trying to act like she trying to act like she got Jesus's uh, best interest. Uh, she like she got like she got his best interest. Like she like she doing everything for him, but really she doing it for, for herself. And she want that money, you know. It's like that's that's Lala, that's Rosario Dawson in this movie. This is also Rosario Dawson's second movie role. Her first movie role was in the 1995 movie Kids. She's in that for like maybe 20 minutes. <laughs> she's in that for like maybe 20 minutes. And she's like really young. She's got to be like 13, 14 years old in that movie. <laughs> she's really young in that movie. But yeah, this is her second movie role. Uh, and uh, um, But man, Rosario Dawson's got me a... <laughs> Zarya Dawson's got me, got me flustered. Shit. Uh, <laughs> I met her once, by the way. I'm not really met. I didn't really meet her. I'm I, like she. I was standing in line to uh, see Stan Lee at a comic book convention, and she bumped into me. And then I turned around and I screamed like a little bitch because it was her. I was like, "Oh my god, Rosario Dawson!" And she was like, "Sorry." And I think I tried to go at her and like her her and then I was kind of like oh shit security fuck you know but you know 
But I tried to like, I think I tried to like shake her hand or some shit. Like it did like, but like security like, oh fuck, uh, like oh shit, you know. But yeah, she 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 she, she bumped into me at a comic book convention. Like she she like bumped into me and like she like held my, I think she like held my my waist, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so Rosario Dawson touched my waist. Everybody. But we're not here to talk about Rosario Dawson. We're here to talk about He Got Game. Uh, one thing I want to say is I feel ashamed that I haven't reviewed more Spike Lee movies. I feel ashamed that I haven't reviewed more Spike Lee movies because I, I think I said at the end of my last uh, review for Lethal Weapon that this is my first uh, Spike Lee movie that I've done. Is not. I actually reviewed Bamboozle like a year ago. So... At around this time, so maybe I should make this around this time like the Spike Lee movie time. I don't know, you know, in the summer, the Spike Lee movie time. But like, I'll figure that out. Uh, but, but yeah, dude, I do. I, I feel ashamed. I feel I feel ashamed that I haven't reviewed more Spike Lee movies because I've I've seen a lot of them. I've seen a lot of Spike Lee movies growing up. Uh, like, but but this one might be the least, uh, Spike Lee-est, this, this one has, like, the least, like, Spike Lee tropes in it, you know, like, there's no, uh, there's, he doesn't have his, uh, famous rolling camera shot, you know, when, like, everybody, when, like, you're on the fucking, um, what do they call that, I'm trying, I forgot what it's called, on the dolly, doesn't have the dolly shot, that's what it's called, the dolly shot, it doesn't have the famous dolly shot, when, like, the guy's just on the dolly, when the person's just on the dolly, (laughs) and everything's moving, behind them this movie doesn't have that you know so it doesn't have a lot of the spike lee uh tropes like, like i just said it doesn't have a lot of the spike lee tropes that we've come to know i think there was even a dolly shot in son of in like summer of sam you know maybe i'll review summer of sam one day you know because i haven't watched that movie i actually was, i actually saw summer of sam in the theater you know <laughs> i saw that movie with my dad I believe it was like I saw that movie. I saw the summer of Sam with my dad. Ignore the uh, ignore the the landscaping people. And they're out there cutting grass. So like, if you hear that, you know, ignore it. But uh, you know they're cutting grass. But anyway, um, but anyway, I saw the summer. I saw the summer of Sam with my dad. I remember, <laughs> and that movie's batshit crazy. I don't know if there was a dolly shot in that movie. I might, I might have to check to see if there was a dolly shot in that movie. I don't remember. But that's not in there. Uh, soundtrack to this movie is terrible. Like, it doesn't have... Because, like, usually... Uh, Spike Lee movies have, like, like, like jazz in it. Because I think his dad... His dad uh, would do the... Um, would do the music. Like, his dad's, like, a musician. I don't know. I don't know what the time frame is because his dad might have passed away around this time. That's probably why he's using like the music music in here that doesn't make sense. Cause like the music in this movie does not fit the film at all. It, like sounds like like suspense music. It sounds like music that should be in like an Alfred Hitchcock movie. You know, like it's like suspense music and every time they playing basketball, it's like suspenseful. <laughs> like I was like this music doesn't fit at all you know it doesn't it, it just doesn't fit um let's just let's just get to it i'm like i'm stalling i'm trying to stall as much as i can so i don't talk about this and i don't want i don't want this guy to find me because 
have no I have no qualms with this person. I have no qualms with this person. You know, I know people if he, if he find if I finds this podcast and he's like, "Hey man, what the fuck?" But I'm, I'm I got to I got to I got to say what's on my mind. I got to be honest. Elephant in the room. Ray Allen can't act for shit. I just talked about Space Jam and New Legacy, and I talked about uh, the comparison between LeBron James and Michael Jordan. They're a lot better. They're miles better than Ray Allen in this goddamn movie. <laughs> I'm like, he can't. They're like, dude can't fucking emote. He's just he like, whenever him and Denzel Washington have scenes together and he's trying to be angry and he's like you wasn't there for me well, you don't owe me i don't owe you shit why you coming around you know it's just like <laughs> it's just, and like there's a scene there's a scene uh because jesus has a has a sister named mary <laughs> i know cliche right it's fucking cliche they mentioned that in the, they mentioned that in the movie uh, but like he has a he has a sister play uh, named Mary played by Zelda Harris, and there's a scene where like she's talking about how much money Jesus is gonna make when he makes it to the makes it to the NBA, and she's like, my friend said that when you make it to the NBA, I ain't got to go to school no more and all this stuff. And Ray Allen character Jesus just like goes bashing crazy on this girl. He's like. I don't want you saying that stupid shit, okay? He was like, you go in school. You gonna get your education. And like, he's like shaking her and shit. He was like, I don't ever want to hear nothing like that come out of your mouth. You hear me? You know? <laughs> I was like, wow, you just went to zero from 100 in like 2.5 seconds, brother. Calm down. He's, like, he's just bad. He's bad. He's, 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 a, he's a terrible actor. Uh, if you wanna, if you ask me who should who should have played this role, I feel like Marlon Wayans would have bodied this role in like 1998. Marlon Wayans, uh, think probably like two years away from Requiem from a Dream for a Dream. I feel like Marlon Wayans would have bodied this role, like because like say what you want, say what you want about Marlon Wayans, like dude can act. He could act his fucking ass off, like when he's serious. He's fucking serious. He knows how to be serious. Like when he has to be when he has to be in a serious role that doesn't uh uh like require him to be a fucking clown. You know, he knows how to act. He he he's actually a trained he's actually a trained like Juilliard actor or something like that. I think he went to Howard University. He went to Howard University for acting, I believe, or something. But like I know he's trained. He's like he went to school for acting. So like when he wants to act. He can fucking act. He can turn it the fuck on. He's he's as good as a, a a comedian turned actor as a Jamie Fox, as a Robin Williams, as a um who else is a comedian turned actor? Uh, a Bob Odenkirk or any, like any of those guys, like any of those guys that can be uh, Kevin Pollak. I forgot about Kevin Pollak. Kevin Pollak, you know, like guys like that. He's just as good when it comes to being serious as any of those fucking guys. He can turn it on. You know, and I think he would have been perfect for this role. You could teach him how to play basketball. He's like, you can teach him how to play basketball. That's the easy part. Teaching somebody how to play basketball is the easy part. Teaching somebody how to fucking act is the hard part. You know? <laughs> You're like, Ray, Ray Allen had the basketball part down pat. 
the acting part, that's where you struggle. And I also feel like uh, I also feel like Ray Allen like stifles Denzel Washington's acting ability because like Denzel Washington has to carry Ray Allen through scenes, and it makes this not Denzel Washington's best role. You know, like this is not his best role. You know, because he, he I just feel like. I just feel like he's carrying Ray Allen. He's trying to make Ray Allen look good. And it's not working. <laughs> it's not working. It's just not working. He just has to carry Ray Allen through all the scenes they're with. They're in. Sorry, with. I'm like, all the scenes that they're in. We also have a lot of roles in this movie that feel like cameos. Like, uh, I hate to say it, but Mila Jovovich is the only consistent character in this movie Mila Jovovich uh plays a prostitute in this movie and like she has more screen time than anybody in this goddamn movie <laughs> and she's she's not that bad in this movie remember when Mila Jovovich used to act remember that <laughs> remember when Mila Jovovich used to act and she just wasn't in her husband's shitty ass video game movies nope Nothing against video games. I love video games, but video game movies, you know, they're hit and miss. Um, but like I'm saying, like everybody else in this movie, they got like two or three scenes in this movie and then they disappear. Like this movie has an ins- it has an inconsistency problem, like very much. A lot of inconsistencies in this movie, but like two characters, two characters stuck out to me. Three characters, because I like a line that one character said, a uh, Bill Nunn is in this movie as uh, Jesus' Uncle Bubba. And he's kind of funny. He's kind of funny. For the little time you see Bill Nunn in this movie, he's kind of funny. <laughs> especially what he said, especially what he said to his wife. <laughs> Who's like in one scene. He's like he said, cause I, cause like he, cause like he trying to get some money out of Jesus. He's like, yo man, cause like he took care of, cause like he took care of Jesus and his sister after their mom died and their dad went to jail. And he was just like, hey, he's like, you got to hook your uncle Bubba up with some money, you know, some shit like that. He was like, I put in for you. I took your ass in or something like that. He was saying, and like the the aunt is just like, you will not be doing that. And she said, and I, she, I think she said, she said, I'm going in the, she's like, I'm going in the room. And you're like, well, then take your big ass in the room. Then. <laughs> that was fucking hilarious. I laughed for a good, like, 10 minutes. I think I had, to, I had to pause the movie for a little bit. And I laughed for a good 10 minutes. And he's like, well, take your big ass in the room. Then. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. Bill, Bill Nunn's fucking funny in this movie. Uh, two other characters that stuck out to me is uh, Thomas Jefferson Bird as the pimp sweetness. He's Mila, Jovo- Mila Jovovich's pimp. And she's his bottom bitch. That's what she says in the movie. She's like, I'm his bottom bitch. That's what she said. And uh, Roger Guinevere Smith as Big Time Willie. They're amazing in this movie. And I wish I saw more of them because, like, like, they're acted like. Made me, th- th- two other things that made me fucking laugh because <laughs> uh thomas jefferson bird was just like with the reactions especially the interaction between him and mila jovovich <laughs> it's fucking hilarious because there's a scene there's a scene in this movie 
where Denzel Washington, because Denzel Washington is living in the same uh, apartment, uh, apartment complex. I guess you can call it an apartment complex or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Uh, he's living in the, in the building, the same building as uh, Thomas Jefferson Bird's character and uh, Mila Jovovich character. And uh, Denzel Washington character like walks by and he's just like, oh, how, how you doing? And he's like, what? And like, uh, Thomas Jefferson Bird is just like talking shit to him. And Mila Jovovich is like staring at Denzel. And Thomas Jefferson Bird, <laughs> Thomas Jefferson Bird's character, Sweetness, has the most, does the most hilarious shit. Cause he was, she was looking and he was just like, he was like, bitch, what? And he was like, he was like you should do it. And he's like, he was like, bitch, get in the fucking, get in the fucking room. <laughs> hilarious man i can't duplicate what the fuck this nigga did i can't duplicate what the fuck he did but it, the way he did it it was hilarious you gotta watch the movie to fucking see that shit it was just like you're like bitch what what the fuck and he put his hand in like, what the fuck like, <laughs> and big time willie is uh big time willie is funny too i guess he's supposed to be like like the temptations that jesus is gonna go through when he reaches the NBA, because he's talking about all the temptations, he's talking about sex and money and drugs and talking about, like, let me hold something, ass niggas and all this shit, and he's just that, but, like, I wish I would, wish there was more, more of them, but, and I also don't know what Big Time Willie does, I guess he's a drug dealer, I guess he drives around, he drives around in a, in a fancy car, convertible, and everybody knows his name, so I guess he's a drug dealer, so, I, I, I figured that out, <laughs> Didn't have to be Sherlock Holmes to figure that shit out, right? <laughs> but uh, I wish I, I wish I saw more of them. Talk about the, the the basketball flashbacks in this movie uh, between Jesus and Jake. They're good. They kind of remind me of playing basketball with my dad. Because <laughs> when I used to play basketball with my dad, my dad did not. He did not take it light on me. He he was very very hard on me when it come to became to basketball. He like he did not give me any freebies. He did not give me any free shots. He was he was a, he played aggressively with me when it came to basketball, and it was I learned, I learned, you know. And like this this reminded me of of me and my dad when it came to playing basketball. <laughs> Except my dad wasn't drinking liquor, and he didn't kill my mom. So uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's 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 pretty much it. That's that's where it stops right there but overall i'm just gonna say like i really didn't i really didn't care for this movie like there's certain parts of the movie certain actors in the movie that are good you know thomas jefferson bird did his thing roger guinevere smith did his thing bill nunn did his thing uh mila jovovich is 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 passable in this movie uh like i said not not denzel washington's best role uh ray allen's is fucking dreadful in this movie, Rosario Dawson's good, she's good, and she looks good, <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, man, look, this movie just had too many inconsistencies that took me out of the story, that, that's pretty much it, I give this movie a 2 out of 5, join me next week, when I'll be reviewing 1992's Three Ninjas, catch you guys later, peace.